0: on to subject number four. This one is Mr. Navajo Nation. And I also open up the windows so the kitties could jump in. And so if the dog barks, uh, probably pretty loud. So this is season four, episode nine with the theme of Navajo royalty. Now, Mr. Navajo Nation. This segment is about the possibilities of having a male version of Miss Navajo Nation and how that would work out while including the responsibilities he would have in order to keep the people stable in times of crisis. And this is a pretty good subject, because like I said, um, the veteran that I talked to, the one that used to work at the uh, embassy office in, in Europe, I, I don't know what's, what country it was, but um, he did he did run into royalty, and um, he did come across like these other dignitaries of other countries and you know, big dogs, basically, that came through, and, you know, I was telling him about this, doing this podcast on Navajo royalty, and in a a way, in a tribute, honor to, you know, the late, you know, Queen Elizabeth II, so he just told me, he goes, yeah, talk about uh, a male, a male, or Mr. Navajo Nation, and in season three, episode 18, I did talk about uh, Navajo bodybuilding, which I was saying it would be Mr. Navajo. Um, or actually I think I was saying Mr. Navajo Nation, he would be like the winner and he'd be like all in shape and all muscular. But I'm rethinking that now on this and saying Mr. Navajo Nation could, could pretty much be like Miss Navajo Nation, but I think it would be great to have a dude do it. And with me knowing all that I know and trying to work with the tribe and getting shut down locked you know just turned away being ghosted you know being basically being unfriended by a lot of people for I don't know you know for what what did I do you know um but if I could you know not monitor what the hell's that damn word not I don't want to say groom, but I want to teach this dude you know it's like hey man, I'm sponsoring you because. You know, I had the money for this shit and let's go start this thing, man. Let's go, let's go, go around and uh, make sure people know what's up. And, you know, it's going to be hard to find someone like that, I would think. But um, if anything, Clagatill Veterans Nonprofit could probably sponsor uh, a Mr. Navajo Nation. And what that would entail is pretty much like how I kind of figured a Navajo male role model should be and he could like go to other parts of the res, other communities. Yeah. He could have his crown as Prince and maybe a sash belt. And, you know, if I'm there with him, I'll say, you know, Hey, look, these, this old couple needs some help. Let's, let's try to, um, I don't know, get some money for these people and let's go, let's go help build some parts here and there, you know? Now, um, there's also like vehicles that are broken down, you know, he could be like the guy to say, oh, should chase you, son or should die, you know, or Chanel or whoever, you know, someone of, of, you know, higher, not caliber, but higher age, um, you know, that would tell him, you know, Hey man, you know, you're going to be representing here. So you're going to have to really make sure that you not so much watch what you say, but, uh, you know, I guess, conduct yourself in a way that you're showing that you are a mature person who deserves a title of royalty, of being called a prince, Uh, Mr. Navajo Nation. Now, that would probably, I don't know, there's probably some rule or law where maybe that can't happen, or it would be like stealing Miss Navajo Nation's thunder or whatever the hell, but it would probably, you know, in order to get to the bottom of where that would something like that could start, it would probably go back to the Navajo Nation Museum. And then it's like, oh, no, you got to go to the president's office. So you go over there and they say, oh, no, you actually go back to this department. You go there. Oh, no. Why Why did the uh, they send you over here? You're supposed to go back to the uh, museum and do it over there and say, like, whatever, man. So my thoughts on what a Mr. Navajo Nation would be is he'd be a tough dude, you know. Basically, he would show no fear. I mean, you know, yeah, he'd be scared of shit, but tell him, hey, dude, when you go out there, show no fear. Yeah, there's another uh another war, another terrorist attack, um, another deadly disease, uh, a crazed mass shooter on the loose, whatever it is you know, dude, stand fast, you know, just don't freak out, don't get scared, and um, I think maybe a good thing for him to learn how to do is uh, negotiate, but then, but then again, you know, the Navajo Nation law and court system, all that worthless bullshit is going to tell him, well, you can't be doing that, that must, that might be, you know, in the wheelhouse of someone who knows how to do that, and But anyways, so basically he would just kind of like let other young Navajo boys kind of say, oh, hey, you know what, Mr. Navajo Nation? Yeah, that dude was pretty cool. I mean, I want to try to do something like that. And, you know, obviously go to like school uh, sessions and stuff like that and talk to the kids and just kind of keep it real, you know, just say, you know, yeah, we do have a problem with uh, alcohol. It's very terrible, you know. it makes us look like trash as a tribe. You know, we got meth coming in and, you know, missing, murdered, indigenous women, uh, sex slave trades and all this kind of uh, negative things that have been thrown on the Navajo people. And he's there to say, you know, I may not make a difference overnight, but eventually I'm making a difference. You know, something to where he can get his point across that he's actually working on it. He's, it's make, He's making a mission. And I would do that in spite of Miss Navajo Nation, you know, and I would keep them separate. I'd say, ah, you know, don't mess with Miss Navajo Nation. Uh, at this point, to me, they're all stuck up. So it's like, ah, just let them be stuck up, man. You know, we'll go out here and we'll help out the people. And maybe we could rent some, raise some money to rent some equipment to help out fix their roads, you know. And that's where I think he would definitely be a person worth, you know, investing in, basically. And with all the knowledge and letdowns that I've had over the years, especially coming out of the military, and, you know, just basically life just handed my ass back to me, you know, it's like, you know, that was a big old life lesson to learn to. To understand that, you know, yeah, everybody has hard times and, you know, it just depends on how much you're willing to take. And, you know, like Rocky Balboa says, you know, it's not how much um, it's not how much you you punch. It's about how much you take, you know, or how much you can get hit and keep moving forward, you know. So that's where I think he would be a real role model, not the Navajo Nation president, not the tribal council not some celebrity, you know, that's trying to make themselves uh, hyped up more than what they what they actually are, what they can actually do. But I think, um, uh, the cat's scratching something over there. But I think that that's where he would definitely be someone that we need. Because Miss Navajo Nation, it's great that there's a position like that. But the decline of the quality of Miss Navajo Nation has been going down. So, like I said, I'll give it one more try. You know, I I will try to talk to Miss the new current one for 2022 to 2023 and just kind of ask her, hey, you know, are you really sure you know what you're doing? Because I want to know if you can help out the veterans. So that's a test right there when I say, oh, yeah, I was just wondering if you can come out to the veteran meeting and you know, give an address or just kind of let them know who you are or whatever. And if she comes up with excuses or not a straight answer, then it's like, fine, you're just a pile of trash like the ones previously. And, but anyways, Miss uh Ms. Mr. Navajo Nation, that's where I would tell him, you know, all this rain that's been washing through, you know, we could definitely get, invest in a wood chipper, have it hauled up to, whoever's road got washed out, we can get some of the, you know, brushes and, and like the used up um, dead trees, grind them up and kind of fix the road a little bit, maybe create some little pathways for the water to run next time. So, you know, it may not make a difference as far as stopping the floods from going through, but it would definitely be something worth trying. And then And I don't want Mr. Navajo Nation to be like trying to solve the problem of the people. Like if someone lives in an area where it's like easily flooded, I wouldn't want Mr. Navajo Nation to say, you know, try to get all diplomatic and say, oh, well, you know, if the grazing official, if he says you can't live here, you shouldn't, you should move your house somewhere else, you know? Yeah, it's easy to say that, but to actually do it? No, man, that's a lot of work, man. So I would just caution him on that. I'd be like, hey, look here, Mr. Navajo Nation, um, don't try to lecture these people on where they should live and how they should live. Um all you're gonna do is just do a little bit of yard work, bring attention to it, take some pictures for social media, put it up there, and then move on, you know. There's only so much you can do. And, you know, in order (laughs) and you're not gonna be at somebody's house, you know, for a week cleaning their yard, you know, when that's something they should be doing. But he would his job, I think, would be more like starting a project. So that way, um, hopefully, he gets um, whoever's asking for his help, get them more motivated to want to help out, possibly bring their families over. And, you know, the, the problem that we're running into nowadays as Navajos is we don't want to work with our relatives. We don't like them or we don't talk to them or we just – pretty much assume that they're going to say no without actually really asking them. So that's where it would be uh, a situation where he would probably, I would tell Mr. Navo nation, let's go ahead and, uh, have a small little cookout. So maybe their family members can come over and they can all pitch in. And if it's a bigger project, like a bridge got washed out or something, they need a temporary road or something. You could probably do like a small little uh, community dinner now, that's already been done before and a lot of people they say it doesn't really work out, but you know what, anything's worth a shot once you have Navajo royalty right there like a uh, Mr. Navajo Nation. So anyways, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on to the fifth subject of the night. This one, as much as I try to stay away from politics, is rez politician duties. Here we go again. <laughs>